right, y'all ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. From the Middle-Aged Mama Studios in what constitute us fall in Austin, Texas, it's This Show Has Everything. Join us as we find ourselves walking in Memphis with Tom Cruise and the Man in Black as we also try to do complex geometry to get John Glenn into space. That's right. We're back on our road trip and traveling through what's loosely we're calling Appalachia. (laughs) Uh, Taking this journey through the Mid-South with me, we've got a three-fourths coven. Uh, starting with one of my favorite people of the Eastern Time Zone in the home sweet home Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, is Meredith the MBH Van Harn. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Hillary. How are you? Great. Great. Uh, and also in the Nega Waver Studios, and I think your air is getting better in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, as usual, we'll do some small talk, some medium talk, TC recommends, Amazon plug of the week, housekeeping, and how you can get involved. Um, and with that, uh, Christy, why don't you take us into some small talk? We've got the name of our uh, podcast syndicate uh, celebrating a birthday. Yes, yes. Um, so Elliot turned 10 this week. Yay. Um, and she, it was a year that she had to spend the the actual birthday with her mom. So we had moved the birthday celebration to the next day, which was Thursday. And, um, because we can't do our normal stuff, which is, um, go out for breakfast for dinner and, um, she gets Mm. two hot chocolates. It's like a whole thing Um, (laughs) (laughs) because I think one of the restaurants here just gives kids two um, mugs of hot chocolate with sprinkles and whipped cream so because of that she's obsessed um so, it's like giving um, a child a puppy here you go yep. <laughs> right like and then a uh, chocolate chip pancake like the whole thing i'm like what is even happening so because we had to be home we had um she, jeremy was gonna make her a pancake shaped like a bear face and um got whipped cream and all, all the stuff and we were going to do that but first she was taking a shower and I was like finishing work and Jeremy was on a Zoom call for work. And I just hear this like loud crash like a, a and I just go running upstairs and then I hear crying, uh. but then like scream crying. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I like open the door and she's sitting on the floor naked, um, cover like fully wet and I see just like a drop of blood on her leg. And I was like, Oh no, did you fall? Like what, what happened? And, um, she said, I don't need to go to the doctor. I don't need stitches. I don't need stitches. And like <laughs> scream oh, crying. And she took the towel away from her head and it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire <sighs> life. It like, you could see her bone through. Her uh, head. Yes. <laughs> I should have been a nurse. It's <laughs> like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And like, I was like trying not to puke, trying not to freak out, trying not to faint. Um, so I said, okay, uh, everything's okay. Um, just <laughs> put the towel, push it really, really You're hard. trying to be calm. <laughs> it's okay. Everything's yeah. great. Yeah. So I, um, 
told her to hold the towel against her head really, really tight. And I was like, I have to go get dad. And then I like ran downstairs. And I, was like, I love me. your voice. Is it like a different octave? Like, <laughs> let me go get dad right now. Everything's good. Okay. Okay. Like it gets higher and higher. And I'm like woozy. And um, there actually wasn't that much blood, which is really interesting because head wounds usually bleed so much. Yeah. Four head um, wounds do. Does, mm-hmm. do yeah. Are you like, do you have like a blood phobia? Um, just, yeah, I mean, not blood so much, um, anything with needles and, um, stuff like that, but she is 10 times worse than me, maybe a hundred times. Like she's scared of her 12 year old immunizations that are coming up in two years. No, two years. (laughs) So that's why instantly she was like, we're not. No doctors, no, no stitches. We're, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, so I grabbed your, I was like, Jeremy, I need your help. And he's like, okay. And I was like, no, no, no. Now Elliot's bad. (laughs) And she's screaming. Why did you say I'm bad? Like it was really, it was so bad. Um, so he runs up there and, um, is like calmly, I don't, he some weirdly like took the towel off of her head and put his sweatshirt on it that he like took his shirt off and put his sweatshirt on. I'm like, okay, uh, that was a choice. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) and then he got her all like gauze. He has like two giant first aid kits and he put, put some gauze and taped it up. And then I was able to get her dressed. She was freaking out. She's like, why am I dressed? I'm not going to the doctor. And he's like, Mm. we have, you have to go to the doctor. She starts screaming. I have to give her a Xanax to be able to calm her down to get her in the car. Like it was really, really bad. And each step we had to say, okay, we're just going to see what's going on. You know, let's not jump to what is going to happen in the future. So we get to the ER. Um, She gets in the whole time crying Every time they said that they wanted, they needed to do something. It was like screaming. They had to close the door to the room. It was, it was pretty I'm bad. sure they're so used I, to that at the hospital. I mean, oh, yeah, they deal with kids like that all the time. Oh my gosh. So the <sighs> doctor, no one had good bedside manner. Let's just put that like this ER is not <laughs> made for kids. And the doctor was just like, yeah, we're going to have to do stitches. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's a pretty big one. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, well, she's <laughs> very scared. And then he, I said let's step out and so we talked about the different treatments and what we decided is she was going to like have gel put on on the thing to deaden the area which I guess is normal and then she got a um kind of some kind of sedative up her nose oh um which just kind of like made her really, really sleepy. And then they put ketamine. Then they gave her a shot of ketamine. So that's really (laughs) smart because then there's no needles involved for the first. Yes. Yeah. Right. So she was basically asleep and I was like, let's, we're not going to talk about the shot. Just, just do it. Like she's asleep Mm -hmm. from the first stuff, you know, that went up her nose. She's relaxed. She doesn't know what's happening. Let's just. She's relaxed. She's ready to yeah. party. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. And then the nurse is like, yes, we're doing it. Because every time she saw something that even looked like a syringe, she started screaming and oh, thrashing gosh. about. And the doctor was like, she's a big kid. Like, I will get hurt. And she will. Like, if I try to do a stitch, it's it's gone. Right. Like, everything's bad. So, um. The nurse is like, yes, we're we're just going to do this. So she's laying on her side, asleep, like snoring. And the nurse goes, this is going to pinch a little. And I was like, bitch, why? She wakes <laughs> up, up and is like, no. 
and is like trying to get out of and we're like having to hold her down which i hate so much like i know god um, and then she just like it starts to kick in almost immediately and she looks at me and she goes you lied to me (laughs) i was like crying but like i couldn't i would cry and then like wipe my tears and go over like everything's great oh so bad but um it's like specifically designed to make you feel guilty <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she had made Jeremy say, "Um, do you promise will you give me $100 if if you trick me or something like that?" And so <laughs> he had to pay her $100. She's smart. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But um, yeah. Then they did the stitches. It was really weird cuz her eyes were open the whole time. But yeah, she was ketamine's like gone. messed up. Yeah. I can't believe people take that for recreation. Like <laughs> yeah. what is even happening? And then she came out of it, like, as soon as he did the last stitch, she, like, starts jerking up and rediscovered who she was and what happened and how her hands work every 30 seconds. Oh, God. But it made for some funny videos. She's like, I'm Elliot, and these are my hands, and they work. And she would, like, start clapping and then, like, fall back asleep and then do it again. Um, So we had to wait that out, which was about three hours. And even wow. then, she's like, I need to go to the bathroom, and I need to go home. But she couldn't walk, so we had to wheel her out in a wheelchair. Because she was like a rag doll. She couldn't even, like, help, you know, like, if you're just dead weight. Like, no matter how much you weigh. Because she was so doped hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, and she would go, I got stitches? What happened? And then she was slowly <laughs> remembering everything. I was hoping that the ketamine would wipe her memory out. So <laughs> Maybe, like, men and black her. It only starts when they give it to you. Yeah. What, so, hap- what um, happened? Like, what, how did... So she, this is the second time she's fainted after a. she um, inherited Jeremy's gene for taking huge long showers. So yeah. she t- has this thing called she calls a basher where she um, like plugs the tub and lays in the shower until it becomes a bath. <laughs> um, so bath shower. And I think it was just she was dehydrated because they never drink water. Um, so mm. that's a new rule. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she just stayed in the shower that was really hot for an hour um, and got up too quickly and fainted. Okay. Mm. That used to happen to it's, me all the time when I was a really? kid. And it was this. Yeah. Because my blood pressure would drop, especially if yeah. I was sitting down for a long time. One time I, I remember yeah. getting out of the movie theater, standing up when the movie was over and then just sitting back down and not rem- not knowing what was happening because <laughs> I passed How out. How old were you? Uh like probably around 10. Um, yeah, that's, and then when we called her mom when we were leaving the emergency room, she's like, oh yeah, I had that all the time when I was going through puberty. And I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Would have been nice to know. So I think that it's blood, her um, blood pressure just dropped. Yeah. 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 And, and was- I had to be really careful about drinking enough water. And my mom, like every time I wanted something really salty, like ramen, she'd be like, go for it. You need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what they, uh, the, it's or- like a long name, but basically is fainting because of low um blood pressure yeah yeah my but, niece so that what, happens to my niece she'll, she'll kind really? of faint because she has such low yeah low, low blood yeah pressure. she just needs to know that hypotension yep I think that's or sedu- uh they wrote it down um it has like a name but <laughs> um so basically she just needs to, to do like what meredith said like you know you feel that it's coming and you just sit you sit down yeah yeah so what happened is she stepped out of the bath it happened she slipped and hit her head uh, like oh. on the corner of the counter. Gosh, it's that's really scary. bad. 
Meredith, if you can handle gore, I can send you a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Christy has kindly like <laughs> circumvented me. On I'm like, no, I don't. And luckily, the blood pooled, so you couldn't see the bone in that picture. I oh, accidentally yeah. upgrade. <laughs> I accidentally uploaded it to Instagram for like ten minutes, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> no one needs to see that. You're gonna get banned from Instagram. Yeah. Um, did you? The only thing that I have suggest, well, okay, when Rory um, busted his head open and he had to get a staple in the corner of his head, mm. um, <laughs> the worst part was that his room looked like a murder scene because it mm. was like he was feeling it and then he's like can't and like open the door to his, so it's like little yeah. <laughs> little bloody oh, running prints <laughs> and like just blood all over like the carpet in his room. The only thing I learned from it is that Folex is like the best stuff to get used on. Uh, blood, blood stains with <laughs> a little spray and it's not like I mean I guess you probably could get it at the grocery store I think more like at Home Depot or something like mm. it's slightly more industrial but it's the bomb if you need it there was there was hardly any blood it was so weird um and she was in the bathroom so it was easy to clean up but yes oh um, perfect mm, yes that's good I came home and like before she could see it like put all the stuff in the um washer and then the next day I thought I had got it all and then the next day she goes to take a shower and she starts screaming and there's like a little pool of blood under the like linen closet door and I was like oh, oh my gosh God. <laughs> I missed one <laughs> felt so bad I wonder if she'll oh. learn anything from this <laughs> I, I mean, well, I've, like, no I've been 10 and I don't, <laughs> I <laughs> don't remember learning things. I don't remember, yeah, being all that quick on the draw about stuff like that. Yeah. Ooh, oh, poor baby. Goodness. I know. Staying yeah. birthday. birthday. That's going to be a good story, though. Yes. Oh, and a scar. Yeah. She's so excited. The doctor's like, okay, so what you want to do for the scar? And Jeremy's like, I think she wants the scar. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, just tell me about it because maybe future Elliot doesn't yeah. want a yes. huge scar. And now maybe face. we put some Mederma in it. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> hope for the best. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm glad she's okay. Yes. And 10. Double digits. I know. I, That's what all my aunts told me on my 10th birthday. Like, oh, you're in the double digits for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They call it like tween right now. Yep. Yeah. She's a tween. Oh, my, oh gosh. my goodness. I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, on a slightly different, but relatedly like kid oriented, uh, small talk, my motherfucking kids are back in school. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so um, it was amazing. Monday, I was a little bit nervous and obviously like complicated feelings. I feel bad for the teachers and, um, I think I talked about this last week. Well, they're doing a phase in where the only reason why Bridget gets to go is because she has a kindergartner brother. So you, third graders are actually not supposed to start until a week after next, but my kids both started. And they were, honestly, they were both happy to start. Rory was a little bit nervous, but they've been at the school for a while. They were happy to start. They know, you know, where everything is. And you do a little online check, and then they do the temperature check, and, you know, everybody's wearing, the kids are wearing their masks, the teachers are wearing, you know, whatever. Anyway, it was good, though. I realized um, what, like, a... I'm so like just not the mom that's like I'm gonna hold your hand up to the school so when you were looking and these are mostly kindergarten parents but when I pulled up on Monday there's this long line because everybody's spaced apart but there's this long line to get into the school like to get your temperature taken but there's also a carpool line when there's only like a couple of people in it and I'm like 
my kids have been at this school. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not standing in this <laughs> no. line. And I have a fucking minivan. So I was like, I pull up. I show them my little like, oh, yeah, we have. I took their temperature at home. You know, everything's good. And then the people take their temperature. Yeah, slide the door, the minivan door open. I'm like, bye. See you later. <laughs> and I speed off. Have I'm a like, good day. Yes. I know. Um, we don't have any aftercare. So it's, you know, I have to pick them up at three, which is our, the school is a a three minute drive from my house. So it's, it's easy to get to. And in back the other day, I might've taken a nap in the middle of the day. And I woke up at yes. like two fifty, and Good I was like, you. I gotta go get them. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, 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 what makes it so nice. And Chris, you, you'll understand this, I think, because Dave and my work have both been really busy and we're both working at home. But then at the same time, there's just this other part of your brain that's going, Oh fuck, they have to be on a zoom or oh, mm-hmm. like they have to take this yeah. test or whatever. It's just, you're so, um, and, you know, it just is my stress level is down. Now my work is still really busy, but I'm only paying attention to my work when I'm at home. I'm oh really gosh. good at compartmentalizing with the kids. I'm like, see you later. You're not <laughs> my response. I know. Anyway, so it is, it is nice. I mean, we'll see how long it lasts. Supposedly, you know, other school districts, all the big school districts in Texas are back and there haven't been like a huge rise. We'll see how it goes. But, um, for now it feels really good to have them back at least for the time being. Woohoo. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. I don't have to be responsible for my Very child's jealous. education anymore. <laughs> well, you uh, didn't go to school to be a teacher. No. And it's I'm so like, hard my... because they can't tell time, right? Like, so I know. we have a giant clock next to her and still it's hard to manage your time, especially when you have ADHD, right? So totally, mm-hmm. totally. No, 100%. Like, no, it's really hard. With Bridget, she was okay, though. I don't think she was thriving in any way with Rory. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, how can you learn to read via Zoom? And his teacher is yeah. great, but she's an old school kind of kindergarten teacher. She's, you know, in her 50s or whatever. And she's not uncomfortable with Zoom. I wouldn't call her entirely comfortable <laughs> with Zoom. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they yeah, didn't no, sign up for this either. No, 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 exactly. And I'm like, I'm really trying to be like, whatever you need, you know, like it's, you know, makes it as easy as possible. So, uh, anyway, for now, it's, it's great. Feels adjacent to normal which feels good yeah um anyway that's it with small talk now we're going to move on to the mailbag and our question of the week last week who's your favorite politician and we met you know mostly like probably who you admire but also like (laughs) who you think is kind of funny or whatever and i think we got mostly like admirable ones okay well from our east coast uh jewish liberal elitist uh (laughs) Bob, um, he sent us a long, long note, which we kind of knew he would. We were caught like how, you know, mm-hmm. what, what is Bob going to send? But yeah. I will just summarize of some of his favorites. And he said, I will start with FDR. And I'm sad I didn't mention that because when I was a little kid, and I was obsessed with presidents. FDR was definitely my favorite. And he's my dad's favorite. I think my dad's been to like every famous location like Hyde Park, Warm Springs, you know, wherever FDR might have traded. He loved FDR uh, or loves FDR. So I, I agree. He's had some problems, but he did some pretty great stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as his, as a middle-aged liberal, these uh, were and are his favorite senators and congressmen. Senators, Paul Wellstone from Minnesota, Russ Feinkold from Wisconsin, Sherrod Brown from Ohio, Elizabeth Warren woo-hoo, from Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and Jean Shaheen and Maggie Hassan from New Hampshire. And then Congressman John Lewis, enough said, Bob Edgar, uh, Pennsylvania Democratic Congressman, uh, Barbara Jordan, thanks, Hillary, for reminding me about her. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Let's see. Now, oh, now as a grumpy old liberal who leans so far left, he has trouble walking upright. Here are some more. (laughs) (laughs) AOC. uh, And then the three congresswomen who represent the suburbs around Philadelphia, Chrissy Houlihan, uh, Maggie Gay Scanlon, and Madeline Dean. Um, And then he goes on. But yeah, these are are good representatives of some good old lefty politicians. I like it. Um, and as far as on the Facebook page, we got some really nice, good ones. Again, uh, Lane says, Russ Feingold, former Wisconsin senator. My first taste of pol- politics when I was a kid, I made a, I made a vote Russie sign and put it up in our very rural backyard after my dad explained politics voting and what he stood for to me. Hmm. Uh, Edward said, Jimmy Carter, his presidency was something of a train wreck, but he was and still is the most on- honest and ethical politician I have ever seen, for sure. Uh, Laura says Shirley Chisholm is incredibly inspiring, and her episode of uh, Mrs. America is probably the best one, I think. Um, For currently serving, as much as I admire AOC and look forward to voting for her for president, I only have to go with Representative Katie Porter, who is freaking amazing. She is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. She dismantles people in hearings uh, with questions like, do you know how to calculate interest rates? (laughs) 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 Before pulling out the economics textbook Mm -hmm. she authored. That's so badass. Yeah, I love her. Um, Morgan says the first one that came to mind was the mayor of my childhood, Portland, Oregon mayor, uh, 85 to 92, Bud Clark. He did pose for this before he was mayor, which was this like crazy, uh, like flasher. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's flashing uh, the statue, right? Yes. I think that's what Um, that was. Leslie said, which I, I think I mistyped or I just like copied it. It says Ledler. And I was like, who's Ledler? But now I realize I think it's Leslie. Um, <laughs> Paul Wellstone, senator from Minnesota, he died in a plane crash with his wife, Sheila. And I actually cried when he died. He's the only politician I ever sent an actual letter to. He had these great ads when he first written. She linked to it. So go to the Facebook page and look. <laughs> Katie, um, she uh, she said, she's so wonderful, inspiring. I wish there were actual politicians like her. I've been following the L.A. City co- Council race. And Nithya Raman seems like she's a real Leslie. I think mm-hmm. like Parks and Rec Leslie. Yeah, Leslie. And the more I learn about Nithya, the more my faith in humanity is slightly restored. Okay, this one. Do y'all understand this one from Scott? Is this like a joke? I should have Googled this. Zaphod Beeblebrox. What the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Google that really quickly. What a great name, though. <laughs> All right, I guess this is maybe one of from, Frank Zappa's kids or something. It's from the Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> that just oh, sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Hitcher's, Hitcher, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Nerd. Galaxy. Okay. All right. I've never right, read that, fine. and I keep meaning to, and I just haven't done it. Uh, Jeremy says, Comrade Gritty. Okay, Jeremy, relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Julie says, Don't have a favorite, but I'm loving Katie Porter lately. Another one. Another yeah, she's great. Uh, and Daniel says, Jed Bartlett was the president I really wish we'd had during the W years, of course. Oh, um, yes. no. And Barack Obama still stands out to me as one of the best choices this country ever made. I've, re- I've rarely felt so optimistic and hopeful about our country as the night he was elected president. I mean, like, I could start crying. Totally. I know. Um, even now when I hear him spe- speak, I sorely uh, miss his calm demeanor and demeanor and his intelligent measured thoughtful approach and leadership and michelle is just absolutely <laughs> tops hands down my favorite first lady i can't even like imagine just like i'm not gonna get political but just like imagine if barack obama was like i think troops that die in battle are cowards like he would, would he not be like lynched, lynched. on the front oh lawn of the white house yeah. yes uh, i just he wouldn't be able to kidnapped. say anything <laughs> 
that Trump yeah. has said without getting, yeah, plotted to be kidnapped by the <laughs> Michigan militia. Oh my, oh my god. god. Are, uh, have you seen that they're calling him the vanilla ISIS? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I, like, militia I is a different thing than terrorist group, which is what they are. They are totally a terrorist group. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird. I've seen a lot of takes that are like, if these were black people, they'd be called thugs. And oh. If they were Muslims, they'd be called terrorists. Mm-hmm. And they should be because mm-hmm. they are domestic terrorists. They had to move yep, Gretchen Whitmer and her family like multiple times because they were so worried about her. Well, and Trump hasn't spoken out against them, right? Well, you know, he's just said that she's like done a terrible job. He, he just attacked yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> That's Is she a monster? Oh Is she a monster like um, Kamala? She's amazing. So I know I'm saying that's what he said. He called her a monster. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's the he's the monster. Yeah. (laughs) You're the puppet. (laughs) No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. Whatever. Wait, you're rubber and I'm glue. (laughs) That's what it feels. That's what it feels like. Oh, Oh, goodness. I know. Let's how much how much time do we have left? (sighs) Three weeks. Three weeks. Please vote. Not for him. Please. please. No, please. And I was looking at, I mean, I know that Texas is not going to go blue. I'm not like an idiot, but the, the polls are really tight and there's a website called Elector. I mean, it's so janky. It has not changed since like 2008 as far as graphics go, but it's electoral-vote.com. And I it love just sites like, like that. I know. And it, but you can like go over to the maps and it'll say like slightly, you know, it, it merges all the polling and all that. But, um, Texas has been like it's either slightly favors Republican or it's neutral or it's like you know mm, there's no coloring that's in. promising it, really yeah. all, what it is because the cities are all blue like right. the cities here are blue mm-hmm. it just is the turnout that's the problem well and it, yeah the rural areas are vast so <laughs> in oh, Texas. Yeah, exactly exactly so it's like, but there's not as many people there. It, whatever. It's ridiculous. But there's been some strides, you know, Abbott's thing about having only one drop off per county, which is insane. Ridiculous. Um, because like Harris County is huge. Dallas County is, Harris is where Houston is. Dallas County is huge. Huge. I mean, Bear County is huge. All these, whatever. Anyway, so it's, it's insane. And it's just as voter suppression, like voter fraud is not a widespread problem. Sorry, I know we're ranting now, but it's not a widespread mm-hmm. problem at all. They're inventing a problem. Yeah, of course. Yes. To keep people from voting. That's all they're doing. Not the brown people. They can't I know. vote. Um, okay. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, y'all vote. And thank you for participating. It's really fun. And I love all of our little nerds that have favorite politicians. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we had the right audience. Yeah. Um, all right. Now on to medium talk. Something like a little less uh, political, I guess. Um, we're back on our road trip. Spectacular bullshit. <laughs> and this time we're kind of like zigging and zagging a little bit. So we decided to go to what we're calling Appalachia. But it's the the group that of states that we put together are Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Um, and, you know, it's... <sighs> I, I think we, we basically both, you know, mostly focused on Tennessee and Virginia, but there definitely are like, I think winter's bone is in Kentucky. I mean, there's other, and you know, West Virginia and all of those, but, um, but we have three movies for you, uh, that are longish, but I would say like, you know, pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So let's go, we're going to go with, I think me first, correct. Um, as we all know, I'm a Rhodes scholar. I went to college. <laughs> 
at Rhodes College <laughs> in Memphis, Tennessee. So I decided to pick The Firm because we all know that I also love a John Grisham thriller yes. <laughs> in an early 90s uh, high budget or mid budget with a celebrity in the starring role. Um, anyway, The Firm. Okay, so The Firm is, I watched it a couple weeks ago and it kind of puts me back into like, I think. I was like obsessed with Tom Cruise in this really weird way, which is like, I don't know if he was like non-threatening or something, but it was like my first, like, I was like, Oh my God, he's so hot. Which now when I look back, I mean, he's objectively, I guess a good looking person, but it's so weird. I mean, he's like my height, basically. My (laughs) sister had a huge crush on him too, which was weird because he was like, I don't know. How old was he? He's not, he was born in like 60. He's, he was born in like 1962. I think his birthday is July 3rd, which is psychotic that this is like the thing that I remember, Hmm. but (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. When was Tom Cruise born? <laughs> I remember her crushes being Tom Cruise and Matthew Lillard. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, God. July third, nineteen sixty-two. Guys, what's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I Tom Cruise was definitely. I mean, I I have said before that I pre-bought tickets for Far and Away because I wanted to make sure that yeah, in case it's sold out. <laughs> um, but yes, this was definitely in my like. Tom Cruise is super hot. So I guess it was 93. He was, he was like 31 in this. Um, and the, and we underestimate how huge these books were. I mean, they were huge. Everybody was reading mm-hmm. these books, even like mm-hmm. in seventh grade, everybody was reading these books. I mean, I don't know what we understood about them, but right. <laughs> they were just so popular. Um, and when this movie came out, it like, it made a lot of money. It made, $270 million Damn. for like a, a, a mid-range thrill. I mean, it cost $40 million, $42 million to make. Like, that's really not, I mean, it made a lot of its money back, but I, uh, it's about Mitch McDear. He's a law student and he gets wooed to this small firm in Memphis where they're kind of like guaranteeing him, you know, I can't remember how much money it is, but it's like $90,000 or something. And he gets a new house. Oh, we did really inflation n- calculator. It was, Me too. It ended up of being course. Like two, <laughs> 200 grand or something 200, right yeah. out of college. Like not bad. I mean, no, yeah. not bad Although at his all, wife during all this was like, mm, this kind of sounds too good to be true. I know. And she was already rich, Abby. They uh, never really went into that. No, yeah, they didn't. Like that she came from like a rich lawyer family. No, because the, the, the only thing you see of her is... In, in their shitty apartment in Boston with her shitty like car. Day. Yeah. 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 And she's like a teacher. Oh my gosh. Okay. So then they moved to Memphis and it's definitely different. It's like, well, they're on top of the Peabody when they go to that party, which is the Peabody is where my, um, it's where the, they keep the ducks up there. Cause you know, the Peabody, they have like a little duck parade every day oh, yeah. and they go into the fountain. It's very cute. I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's like animal abuse, but it's very cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, the Peabody is like, I would, it's the sort of premier hotel in Memphis and that's where my parents used to, it's, it's nice. The lobby is very grand. The rooms are whatever, but the lobby is really grand and old. And that's where my parents would stay when they would come visit me. And it's, uh, it's a cool place. And at, <laughs> Christy, after, <laughs> after I saw the sync no strings attached to her, we went to the lobby of the Peabody because we were like, surely they'll be here. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> were they there? No, they weren't oh. there. And, you know, Memphis, I mean, Justin's from Memphis, so maybe he was staying with his mom or something. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, anyway, so they did film a lot in Memphis. So it was kind of, as somebody who lived there for a little bit, it was cool to see the sights and sounds. And John Grisham is like a Southern guy. I mean, that was, all of his movies were either based in Memphis or like 
the New Orleans or, you know, the uh, Mississippi. Um, so it was pretty cool. Anyway, so he joins his firm. Then sure enough, it gets a little hanky. <laughs> a little. They're, they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're representing the mob, clearly. And if anybody dissents, they murder them, which seems to be like kind of a strong yeah. reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Mitch teams up with uh, Gary Busey and yeah. his trusty secretary slash like lady. He's having an affair with Holly Hunter and they uh, take down this farm. Now they have to go to the Cayman Islands with Gene Hackman, uh, Mike RIP's favorite actor. Um, no, I'm kidding. Mike. And it's very exciting. They have to get the get you know get all the copies of the billing because they've what they figured out in order to get around this. Uh, oh, Mitch is also that he's he's tagged by the uh, feds to really like. They think that he's an easy target for them to like take down this law firm, and he does and do do it. But it's not going to get it by like oh yeah you know we're working with the mob. You have to get it in the sort of boring lawyery way, which is. Mm. Overbilling, like overbilling, it seems to be like, and then it's like mail fraud because you're overbilling via the mail mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I, what my husband and I were talking about is with John Grisham movies, they like start out so you're like, oh, this is so exciting. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then it's like mail fraud. Like it's sort of <laughs> like kind of a boring takedown, but um, it is corny and it is 90s as hell. And I think I said this in a previous episode. Uh, Tom Cruise's blousy shirts mm. make oh, me laugh. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> He's walking on the beach. Oh, oh my, my god. god. That's like so the so note. I have the like- backflip. <laughs> oh yes. Which I I heard um Rob Lowe in a in a, on a podcast and he said that that's like his signature thing and that he had done it in the outsiders and um so he could get more screen time. Really? Oh yeah. Like when wow. he, back- he backflips with the little kid on the sidewalk? No, like during the Outsiders, Tom Cruise like kept um, doing backflips off of a porch. Oh, I haven't seen it in so long. I that, either. That um, even though the director was like, oh, "Okay, we can stop that," but then he just <laughs> kept doing it so he could get more screen time. And so now every time I see him backflip, I'm like, oh, "I I know what you're up to." Uh, like, that's his little thing. trick that yeah. he learned. He's like, I wonder if he can still do it. Probably. God, every movie he either does like a black handspring, but he definitely runs like, but like he runs like full yeah. arms, a pumping yep. kind of running. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that it's I not a great synopsis, but you know, it's, there's lots of, I mean, there's a good, uh, Wilford Brimley, a uh, scary Wilford he, Brimley, so super scary. scary super scary and it was so funny to see him i i just think of him as the diabetes guy or the quaker oats guy yeah and i I cannot take him seriously as like a bad guy but he did a really Mm. good job oh my gosh totally totally good job no it's crazy to look at the cast because it's pretty stacked like yeah okay so tom cruise gene triplehorn who i feel like she was like gonna be somebody and then it just like didn't happen for whatever reason she's such a good actress though she's a really good actress um gene hackman Holly Hunter, who was nominated for Best Sporting Actress for this role, and but she won that year. She was double nominated because she won for the piano that year as Best Actress. Um, Ed Harris, who I love and like inexplicably think is hot. Um, Hal Holbrook, who is, I think, still alive and must be a billion years old. Um, and actually, another person who I weirdly think is hot is David Strathairn, who plays his brother in jail. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's no, in he so was. many movies. But yeah, I think, right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes, I, totally. I don't believe at all he's related to Tom Cruise in any way. No, form, absolutely not. It, he was good in that role. Absolutely not. Um, Stephen Hill, who was the first, was he the first, like, head um, prosecutor on Law & Order? Like, the old man, like, the old crotchety man who's, like, on the, on the, um, He's on the bench with Mitch, and then I think, like, in the first seasons of Law & Order, like, original flavor Law & Order, he was the first um, DA, like, head DA. The one that would, like, just pop in and be like, meh, you gotta do this. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm gonna... Anyway, he's in it. So, yeah, it's a stat cast, but uh, I really enjoy it. It's very silly, but but I like it. It was kind of silly. We did, I also got to point out, which I said before the show, but um, the guy who plays the, the blonde guy with the longish hair... Is one of the yes. the hitmen. He is the guy from Saw. <laughs> His like name is Tobin like, Bell. The kind of like um, albino-ish looking. Yes, guy. Mm-hmm. and yes. we did, we weren't looking this up. Gregory was just like, I think that's the guy from Saw. It's <laughs> like, how the hell do you know that? <laughs> he he was dressed like a crazy clown in Saw. <laughs> God, but he was oh, right. also. Um, Gary Busey, who like actually does a good job in this. This yeah. like, must be like pre like really pre- going off the deep accident or whatever <laughs> yes. he did. Yeah, <laughs> like you buy him; he's a perfect role for him because he's like a scumbag who maybe has a heart of gold yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Although he has a gun uh, taped under his desk, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his secretary is like giving him a blowjob, <laughs> I guess. And the... <laughs> anyway, very silly, very enjoyable, but it is very. Um, they hit the hot spots of Memphis. The like when he does the backflips, he's on Beale Street, which like nobody goes. I mean, people go to Beale Street, but not like it's a definitely like a tourist place. But the Peabody, Mud Island, the Cotton Place, and yeah, it's very feels very Memphis. I liked um, the Cayman okay. Island scenes too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does make it me want to go, go to the Cayman Islands. Island. <laughs> yeah, I know. Also, like. Uh, that whole part is gross, like where she's just like, my foot's hurt or whatever. Yeah, the guy that was, was mean weird. to her. And then he's mm-hmm. like, now I'm horny for you. I don't know. It was very, yeah. I'm like, wow, you really like, you're a sucker. But I mean, I guess she's hot, but. We're supposed to believe that he's full of integrity and follows the law. <laughs> and then he just has sex with the random lady on a the beach first the first night he's away from well, his wife. The first person he rejected. So they're like, oh, we know we have to find a different type of woman. She's right. got to be super hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, I had a, um, issue with that when she decides to leave to go to her, her, um, parents' house that mm-hmm. she's just, she's going to school first. Right. And mm-hmm. packs the dog in the car for like the whole day. I know. What is happening? Yes. <laughs> Poor dog is to be weird. in the trunk of that hatchback all day. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, so they're, you know, um, they decide to go back to Boston, spoiler alert, and they're driving and she's like, where are we going? Like they didn't discuss it as they were yeah. packing up the dumb U-Haul. Let's like, just leave and then and let's I'll just surprise leave and... you. Yeah. <laughs> They're also um, another thing with this movie. And I think I've mentioned this previously when I talked about watching it is an aggressively jazz score. <laughs> like yeah. so much jazz. Yeah. It's like, me, me, me. And the part where, they realize that their house has been bugged mm-hmm. um, and that he turns the music up really yeah. loud. And it's mm-hmm. like, meh, meh. and you think it's going to be like sexy times. And in fact, he's just like whispering in her ear. And yeah. yeah. They've been bugged. I feel like you could just like leave your house. Maybe like <laughs> go, yeah, go to a restaurant or something. Or something. <laughs> it, it's so weird because I graduated from high school the year after this came out. And 
to me, the 90s feel like yesterday, but it oh, yeah. looks so far away. It really like, does. It's so far away. So ancient. The technology is so funny. They're like, oh that's gosh. a mobile line. And you're like, <laughs> And the Faxes TV like and- supposed to be like this fancy TV that <laughs> gets <huge>. rolled in. <laughs> oh, man. I remember when I got a TV after I graduated from college. And this is when I'm sure flat screens, flat panels were like, thing they were just still really expensive and they were still kind of clunky i got a regular cathode tv but the screen itself was flat like it didn't have the oh, curvature yeah, yeah, yeah. it just was and i'm like welcome to the future <laughs> <laughs> i remember my dad saying one time i'm not getting a new tv until i get one that i can hang on the wall and i was like ha yeah right yeah sucker <laughs> good luck you're gonna have this tv for the rest of your life yeah it's like okay just kidding funny god oh my gosh there's this i'm gonna link to it there's an ad that's like an at&t ad from 1993 and it's like this is gonna be the future and i remember watching it thinking no way um and it's a lot of it is real except that the guy like he's like fax me and he's on the beach and it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like you can even take a fax machine to the beach like that they couldn't quite get out of there like everybody needs like a paper printout or something well, we're watching Star Trek, and I, that that sort of technology um, future vision is something you see a lot. Like, so they have amazing technology; they can just beam anywhere they want to beam. They can just like produce food out of the replicators, whatever they want. But they don't have like a camera anywhere. It's like who did this and how? <laughs> yeah. it's like you don't have a security camera right. anywhere. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> yes, seriously. Come on. Oh man. The future. I know. I, the 90s future is the, the 90s best. Future, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, moving on a little bit east to Virginia, we've got Hidden Figures. Yes. Okay. So I loved this movie. I saw this in the theater when it came out, and I, I'm i not much of a crier, but I think it made me cry mm-hmm. when I saw uh, it. Uh, yeah. I and also again. was at the Alamo and, you know, I probably had some wine in me, but... <laughs> It's inspiring as hell. So it's the story. I'm sure you guys all know this, but it's um, these three black female mathematicians and they are working for NASA. And I think the movie opens with a scene. I think it's supposed to be Taraji P. Henson's character. Mm -hmm. um, And she's like a child prodigy. She's her name's Catherine Johnson, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's just like this brilliant child with this amazing mathematical mind. And then you zoom forward and she's she's with her two friends, Janelle Monet and Octavia Spencer in um, in their broken down car trying to get to work one morning. And they end up getting a escort by this white cop, which was pretty great. (laughs) I love how close she's following. (laughs) She's tailgating this guy. He's going like 100 to get him to work. Because he got all patriotic because they're like, we're trying to get a man mm-hmm. to the moon. And he's like, yeah, we got to do it before the Ruskies. Um, so that's how the movie opens. It was a really great um, first couple of scenes, I thought. Um, but so much of this movie, so much of the middle part just made me, it's just sad. It's just really, it really sad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, you, because it really does a good job of hitting home how anything you do as a black woman, especially in this time of American history, is just like 
just hated. Like you can't walk into a room. You can't touch yep. the coffee pot. You can't go to the bathroom and anywhere that makes sense. Like it's ridiculous. It must've been so dehumanizing and that's not over. We still no. do that shit today. Yeah. Um, so the, a lot of that was real. Like it struck me much harder the second time I watched it than the first, like they did such a good job of showing just the daily like microaggressions, I guess we mm-hmm. would call them now that these women and had even, to deal with. And even, you know, the, the bath, like going to the bathroom. I was, I watched it with the kids yesterday and Rory is really annoying to watch movies with because he like asked questions mm-hmm. throughout, which mm-hmm. is fine. But I'm like, Shh. but he was like, why does she have to go? Right. Like he just couldn't understand and hasn't been really exposed to segregation right. yet. Cause he's mm-hmm. a lucky kid and you know, he just is too little right now, but I'm explaining it to and He was like, why, you know, just is like, why, why would that? And I'm like, I, man, we'll get to it later like I don't know but yeah it's I mean it's it's awful and they expect so much and and I think there's a line where Janelle Monae is like they they just keep moving the goalpost for Mm -hmm. us yep yeah. And she's totally right. Can yeah. we talk about how stunning she is? Like she's like Lord. I like can't it's look unreal. at her because like, she's so beautiful. She really like she's is. so beautiful. It's that like, I'm like looking into the sun. Like I, <laughs> I know. I'm like, why are you perfect? How do you looking? exist? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, the bathroom stuff. It was very pivotal. Like the so. Um, Taraji B. Henson's character gets a job, like a huge promotion and is working in this um, really advanced lab that's calculating trajectories for the the launch. And um, her boss is Kevin Costner. And I had a bit of an issue with him. He was a the bit white of savior. Kind of, yeah, 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 for sure. He's like, I'm grumpy, but all I care about is math and the space. So, so like, racism. I'm not knocking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he finally figures out that she's having to wa- run a half a mile mm-hmm. three times a day to go to the, the colored women's restroom in a different building. Mm-hmm. And he's pissed because he wants her there working. Right. I mean, it's not because he's a sweetheart. It's because he needs his shit done. Right. So he goes and and there's a very dramatic scene where he knocks down the sign himself and then is like, to just some random janitor, no more segregated restrooms. (laughs) Okay. Janitor's like, this wasn't my call. (laughs) I I guess I'll change it. Um, It was sweet, but like it was kind of, it kind of gave me the yucks. Um, Oh, I'm um, sure that Kevin Costner probably was like. In order for me to be in this movie, I have to have some have sort to be of. The, I have to be a the good little guy. bit of a hero. Yeah. Well, and Jeremy the Space Nerd is like, that is Disney because that guy didn't really do that. And I said, but do you think someone actually did it? Like, or maybe it's a, he was supposed to be like the archetype of multiple people. You know how they do that in yeah. movies? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. did someone actually do that? Or did her whole days that she had to like run to the. Oh, I don't know. To the building. I don't know. I'd like I to don't know. know. I would too. I'm she sure she just died not that long ago. Yeah. I, I mean, it was it was she died after the movie came yeah, out. She, I'm pretty sure. She Wasn't lived she like a really hundred? long life? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. I mean, the part I I saw this movie in the theater. I mean, I re- we watched it last night, but I saw it in the theaters uh, the weekend before Trump's inauguration. Uh, and when it would talk about her getting the, you know, Medal of Freedom, oh I was just God. like, I just started crying. And I, I think I cried a little bit in the movie, but that like made me cry because I was like, remember? Oh, like, always when? at the end when it's a true story and they show the real pictures with the actresses and then what happened. Oh, that gets me every time. They did a really good job with casting, too. They did. Oh, they my did. gosh. Yeah. So good. I think the other white savior character was 
was John Glenn. <laughs> yes. Although he oh, was a little more gosh. genuine about it. You know, I, yes. I, I don't yeah. know if yeah. he was really like that in real life, but he was like, you know, if, if Catherine came up with it, I'd trust her. And he would, right. yeah, he like wouldn't be rushed away to not shake their hand when he was doing this big receiving line because all the black women were all at the end in a corner se- separated mm. Which <laughs> is so gross. Uh, doing so all gross. the main work, right? Yes. Uh, that that guy, the guy that played John Glenn, his name is uh, Glenn Powell. Um, and he's going to be, actually, this is like a closing the circle. He is going to be in the new Top Gun. Or he is oh, in the new Top oh, Gun. I, I feel like as, I've seen him as in Iceman, but I didn't look it up. Did you? Uh, no, he's the Tom Cruise role. Did you see that movie set it up that was on Netflix. It's like a Netflix rom-com. It's pretty cute. Um, He's in that. He's definitely somebody who's like, they're trying to make him a thing. Um, Oh, I'm looking at his Wikipedia. It was Spy Kids 3D Game Over. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. He's from Austin. I don't actually know any of these movies. Well, okay. Anyway, he was a good, he was a pretty good character. Yeah. Um, He's got a good smile. Yeah. There was a very cute love story. Um, between yes. uh Catherine's character and uh this I think Mahersha he was a, Ali. Yeah, he yeah. was a what an He's Air Force or something? handsome too. Super yes, handsome. Yes. Yeah. And For again sure. that I think I'm just getting soft in my old age, but he he proposes to her and that made me cry too. Oh, I mean, night. when he's like with I have to girls. propose and, with yeah. the girls. Oh, I know. And her mom was there too. It was so sweet. Oh and God. that they stayed married f- like till he died. Yeah. Oh. I love it. I know. I know. It's really sweet. It's so, really yeah. sweet. It was, it was, it was a very, I, I love this movie. I would absolutely watch this again. Um, they, I mean, we all kind of know what happens. They do set up, set him into orbit and yeah. they use her calculations and there's some very dramatic last minute stuff. <sighs> so good. You know, like one of my favorite movies that always, always makes me cry is Apollo 13 mm-hmm. um, at the end. And this has an Apollo 13 in ending yeah, it where does. it's like, he's quiet and you're like, Oh no, we lost him. And I don't know if that's actually what happened, but you're like, Oh, did the heat shield hold up? It's, very it's always good the for fucking heat attention. shield. Always the heat shield. Yeah, you think they'd learn. <laughs> Come on, secure the heat shield. Oh, another part that kind of makes me cry is, um, um, what's her face is, um, what's her name? The pretty one. Why am I like all of a sudden? Janelle Monae? Like, Janelle Monae. Mary, Mary Jackson's character. Yes. Mary Jackson's mm-hmm. husband finally is like, I shouldn't underestimate you. Like, go get after this. Yeah. And she finds her way to go to get the extra um, schooling she has yeah, to Yeah. She get. petitions to go to night school at a white school. Yeah. And is, she wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which the is crazy, so ballsy. I, mm-hmm. I love the part where she says the guy that's sort of her mentor the one that's pushing her along he says if you were a white man would you want to be an engineer and she said i wouldn't want to be one i already would be yes Mm -hmm. and it's like that's so true because you wouldn't have to be fighting tooth and nail in order to get this was he the 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 man who was the russian guy yes yeah yeah like the jewish the the guy yeah the post jew yeah 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 yeah. uh it's it's a good movie it really really is and the end credits were awesome she so her whole thing is that she kept she kept working for NASA. She did trajectories for the space shuttle mission and I think Apollo 11. Mm-hmm. And she got the, Obama gave her the Presidential Medal of Freedom back when mm-hmm. it still meant something. <laughs> and do they even give do they give those out? I don't know. Do they do anything except like have super spreader events? Well, he gave one to like, he gave one to like yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> sure. And then she's got a, a lab at Langley named after her as well. I love yeah, that. Which is so cool. Yeah, and Octavia Butler's weird. whole thing, um, she 
well, she was doing the job of a supervisor, but not having the title or the pay, which Octavia Spencer, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, she learns they get their first huge, huge computer that f- fills a whole room, <laughs> and they have to take a door down to get it in there. And the guys can't figure it out, and she just goes in, and she's like, "Okay, I can, I can do this." And she becomes the manager of the computer lab. Yeah. so smart. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I see the future and I'm going to figure it out and then teach all the other um, black women how to do yes. it. <laughs> yeah. And it so much. Was she the one who was like, yeah, I'm, I, I'll do this, but I'm not going to leave my girls behind. Mm-hmm. And she took her whole yeah. team with her to yeah. do that. That's I'm surprised really they, they didn't um, name a computer language after her. Yeah. It's true. They should have. But it's so weird beca- because that. It's, I mean, because we live at like Meredith, you live in Detroit. So cars are like your city's like uh, industry. Right. And I I don't know Austin, but I know oil in Texas and here it's software. It would be so weird to live somewhere where it's like scientists and space is your industry. And I think, you know, the part around Houston, I mean, Houston is largely oil, but like there's where NASA is that's like it's all mm-hmm. like scientists yeah, and you know mm-hmm. and it's a little bit more focused but yeah it would be really weird that and I think like everybody is really smart even the people who are in the like lower rungs I kept mm-hmm. thinking they have to be so smart to yeah. and so good at math in order to do this anyway it's yeah. it's fair especially then because you're doing it like by hand a lot of it oh my gosh I know with like good movie slide rules is that a thing mm-hmm. is that what they're called protractors yeah. <laughs> no thanks no, no. i'm thankful yeah. that they figured out computer languages to do that right. stuff for me because yeah. that would be what i would be doing but i can't do I it know. in my head i know god I, it reminded me of how much chalk was so gross oh god it really was <laughs> it all of your hands and the dust oh the sound yeah. oh <laughs> I'm glad we have whiteboards now. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, as far as place, I think this was mostly filmed in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it takes place in Virginia. I mean, yeah. it's a Virginia set mm-hmm. place. But yes, Georgia generally gives really good tax yeah. benefits. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, so did they film actually on the campus? The no, NASA campus? they used like oh, an Air didn't? Force base in Georgia. Fooled me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had to look yeah. that up. I mm-hmm. wouldn't have known. Good play. Good movie. Very enjoyable. Yeah. All right. And our final little zigzag back to Memphis and other places. We yeah. have Christy with Walk the Line. Yes. Walk the Line. It's so good. Did you guys watch? Yeah. I, th- I watched it this morning because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that the frame was so long. <laughs> I think all three movies were pretty long. Yeah. They were. I know. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is a biopic about um, Johnny Cash. And there's really no reason for me to have loved this movie so much. I think I saw it a couple times in the theater. I owned the soundtrack um, because this kind of music, I don't really like country. I don't, I'm not into the kind of music where it's like, oh, we're married, but we actually really hate each other and we're going to sing about it. Like, I don't like any of that stuff. But for some reason, I love Johnny Cash and I love Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash I can't believe he sang all those songs. He did a really good impression. Really Like that was amazing. I can't even believe it. Um, And she did a good job. Doesn't match. Doesn't match June Carter, but still great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was. was, was She's a passable. She had a really unique voice too. Yeah. 
Um, and she won Best Actress. He didn't win. I wrote down who won that year. Do you remember? I know. I was looking it up. Well, okay, so I think it was the year that Crash. Yeah, fucking Crash won, won. Best. Ugh. I mean, really, Everyone it should have been. Everyone about that. Brokeback I mean, Mountain. It, it should have been Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, I can't remember. Hold on. I can't believe the so- none of the songs were nominated. Yeah, it's weird because there were some original songs that they were that were up i believe but yeah i don't know what it's crazy that i don't know that was a really messed up year 2005 best actor oh it was jamie fox uh i wonder if that was for that that i wonder if that no yeah but see that the oscars are tough because the it's for the year um before you know it's it's for the year that like if it's the 2006 oscars it's for 2005 so you always have to be i mean it, whatever it uh, let's see hold on i'm just gonna make sure yeah yeah, yeah. okay so it was philip seymour hoffman won he was oh, always gonna yeah. win like that was just never he was never not gonna win yeah and joaquin uh, and he's dead now and joaquin has yeah. won since then and he'll yes. continue to, to yeah. do good because he's an amazing actor um so this i mean just to run down i love the flashback it, it starts current day you know quote mm-hmm. unquote and 1968 in Folsom prison. Um, and he's about to record a live soundtrack, which we find out later. And then it flashes back to when he's little in, um, I don't even know where it was. I think it's in Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, and his parents were, um, cotton pickers. They didn't own anything, but they're really poor and his brother dies. And so he has a lot of feelings and um, trauma around that. And then he joins the air force and he marries this woman, um, who's um, Jennifer Goodwin, which I, yeah. I love her. Mm-hmm. I do too. And so she's great. from Memphis. Really? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Oh. I yeah, love she's her. great. She's great. Um, yeah, so I've always loved her. And then he just has music in his blood. And she wants him to get a job and move with her parents who um, own. I, I looked her up like maybe her dad was mafia. Like he was some Italian <laughs> guy who had, you know, jobs for him or whatever. But um he just, he just, so I don't know if this is true about Memphis or it's true about the time, but it just was like music is all around and he just walks into Sun Studio. Hello, mister. I'd like to record an album. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and the guy was like, $4, please. And he's like, I don't even have $4. Let me just play this for you. And I, I just love the story of they played slow songs because his band wasn't good enough to do anything to more. The, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like everything about them just fell into place. Like they only had bl- black matching shirts. So that's how come that became their, um, their signature, their, their signature. Yeah. And then it, he goes on tour with the sun studio kind of group of people who hadn't really hit it big yet, but kind of were on the fringe of it. And, um, Elvis's, friend or something manager maybe introduces him to drugs and so that becomes like a huge plot point that he gets addicted to pills what pills was he taking like amphetamines or something i don't yeah, think they ever really amph- said amphetamines and barbiturates oh, is what i wow. looked up um yeah so then he ends up falling in love with june because he had always been in love with her because she had been a um musician since she was a kid yeah, so their family was her. really big. Yeah, yeah. the they're the one of the first scenes when he was a little kid was him hearing her on the radio singing, and she's like the same age as him, I think. Yeah, it's so cute, so cute. <laughs> um, but Jennifer did such a good job when 
um, she when June comes over to meet the kids and they're still married at the time and he introduces his daughters and she said stay away from my children mm-hmm. because she knows what's happening right yeah yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Not dumb. she knows what's up um, yeah so just it follows his life and then he because he wrote about being in prison even though he had spent probably like a day for drug traffic yeah. like buying drugs in Mexico um he appealed to all these prisoners so they started writing to him like you are singing about my life and you're such an inspiration and so he is like that those are my people and fought to record an album inside Folsom prison and it became one of the like best-selling albums of all times yeah and there was that scene where they're talking he's talking to his record company and they're like this is boring and dumb and we don't want yeah. you to do that and you need to become electric guitar yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean it's Whoops. it's so great and and it follows his life pretty well that because it was based on um his autobiographies which i thought was interesting mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. so much so that his daughter said that she couldn't watch it Oh, wow. Because she said, well, it's about my dad cheating, their mm-hmm. divorce, and his drug addiction. Why would I want to watch you, that? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's good. And, you know, it, the, I remember actually the part where he's, like, coming off of of drugs where oh, he's, like, yeah. you know, in that cabin. And it just it seems so painful yeah. and awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it, it, I, I, it's a good movie. And... Uh, they're, you know, I'm sure there's a, I feel like everybody always wants to be like, oh, this relationship is perfect or this, but they mm-hmm. they seem to, even though they probably had serious problems, they loved each other so much. Oh and I think he died like not soon Four after. Four months after. Yeah. yeah. That's what the closing credits said. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that's right. 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 Um, and it just is so sad, but like almost sweet in a really weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a good flick. Yeah. Enjoy I it. recommend. Yep. And I don't always love a, like a biopic. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, like we're just going to hit the beats. But he mm-hmm. just led such an interesting life that it it was it's pretty cool. And the music was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my my mom said when yeah, the like June Carter like they were like super famous. It's always so crazy when you're like something that's not famous anymore and not a big deal anymore. She said that it was like they were really famous. Her family was just like huge. Was it like the the Jacksons and the Osmonds I think kind of yeah, yeah yeah uh, yeah and that, you know country's well country is really popular but but you know maybe not as popular anymore but it was I don't know she just said like everybody knew who they were they were sort of ubiquitous interesting yeah so I think there were you know some <laughs> the firm is definitely silly but uh <laughs> but the other two are actually like good movies yeah, and I you know even the firm is silly it's like it, I these were all like entertaining movies to me you oh, know yeah. sometimes you'll watch a movie and you're just like oh my god like I can't I mean no if it's Mike we love you but about last night <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was one of the more painful movies yeah this is but this week I didn't dread any of the movies no. like before yes. I'm like, Oh, like save the worst one for the last or whatever. <laughs> like, also, since I'm cheap, I liked that they were all free. <laughs> yes. Yes. These are all on readily available streaming yeah. services, which is really nice. I know I become so it's so funny. Cause like I would, you know, when we were kids, we'd always go to Blockbuster and rent mm-hmm. movies yeah. or, you know, going to the movie theater. I easily, well, especially if you're going to Alamo, I would easily spend, 
a lot of money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But when I had to pay three ninety nine on Amazon, I'm, I'm like, like, ugh. Yeah, but well, because we spend so much on, like, Netflix and who, like, all of it, right? I know. Well, I don't have I HBO, just... so, but I signed oh. up for the seven-day free trial so that yes. I can watch Walk the Now line. you need to watch like, all of well, the stuff. Yeah, I know. It's like, we've got this for seven days. We need to finish Silicon Valley. We need to finish Game of Thrones. Yep. We need to, yes. like, Power um, pack it in. Next time, just have me give you my Yeah. <laughs> That's the key. Yep. Well, I had to start um, watching this movie at like nine this morning. So <laughs> I don't think you were awake. <laughs> it's 6 a.m. You're like, yeah. cat signal. Okay. Well, so the question of the week is, what's your favorite movie set in Appalachia? Oh, I was going to say the reason why I said the Mid-South, and I've referred to this before, but my favorite thing that news like like newspapers or like newscasts do local newscasts as they name an area. So in Memphis, it was, they called it the mid South. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. What is the mid South? And in Los Angeles, it was the Southland, mm-hmm. which literally nobody has ever called Los Angeles, the Southland, um, except, you know, Johnny mountain the- on the ABC local news. Um, and here at central Texas, Dallas is either the Metroplex or North Texas. I mean, yep. just all these, hmm. I don't know why it makes me, I love, I love calling the Dallas area, the Metroplex. Cause it's such a stupid <laughs> name. <laughs> calls it that. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the Metroplex. Ooh, fun. <laughs> That's so nonspecific. Anywhere could be a Metroplex. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my favorite. Yes. Yeah, so what are your favorite movies set in Appalachia? Join us on the Facebook group to tell us. All right, T she recommends Christy. What you got? Um, I this is on HBO Max. So uh, Meredith, if you want to, if you want to get this in too, <laughs> yes, it's it's Aquafina is Nora from Queens. It's really really funny. I've heard that's I great. Love, I love Aquafina. Me too. Uh, terrible name that she picked. I but hate the I way she spells that name. But yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I, I heard her one time on a on a some talk show and she was like I just thought it was funny but it was so long ago at this point that it was like oh it's like my fake rap name Aquafina isn't that funny and then all of a sudden she was she like can't get oh. away from well and also it's like um Darcy Carden from the good place mm-hmm. her name is spelled d apostrophe a r c y mm-hmm. and she was born d a r c y like no apostrophe but she really liked smashing pumpkins yep. and yep. the guitarist was and she was like so i changed like as a teen i changed it now i'm like oh god so annoying because everybody's like that's an interesting spelling of your name no one should let young people do anything permanent no i know but yeah it's a funny show about her living with her dad and her grandma and um um bowen isn't it? Bone Yang, oh, Bo yeah. Yang plays the I very gay cousin so who I love. <laughs> I love him. Um, where they fight over grandma's attention, which is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would check it out. Awesome. Um, all right, and also Christy. Oh, this is me. When talking about pens, I had just bought um, some pens this week. We all have I, really serious <laughs> strong opinions, opinions about pens. <laughs> We're never going to stop talking about pens. It's fine. These are. Sharpie Ultra Fine Points. Have you guys ever Ooh, used these? No. So. Oh, I love them They're, because they write so perfect Smoothly. and great. Oh, they're Sharpie, so they bleed through, so you have to yeah. um, be careful. But I got a 24 color, assorted colors. Hell um, yeah. Mostly to write on my postcards because I wanted to make them pop a little bit for the people I'm sending <laughs> vote messages to. Um, but I just love them. I'm writing with one right now. That sounds really nice. <laughs> I have such such terrible handwriting Me that too. 
that I love to like play with pins. So mm-hmm. maybe like, is this going to make me have good handwriting? You yeah. know, like at the beginning totally. of the school year, mm-hmm. you're like, is this like, yeah. um, is this the this year that I have good notebook. handwriting? Yeah. <laughs> and we I have similar handwriting. <laughs> we <I think>. do. <laughs> it's like, um, if we're going to be gendered about it, it's the handwriting of like a fourth grade boy. Yes. Um, I never mm-hmm. had the cute handwriting, like the, mm-hmm. you know, and I also had the handwriting. Missy, my best friend would make fun of me because it'd be like, if I had was, you know, writing big on a poster, I would write re- like really big, but I'm not good at like spatial arrangements. So I'd write like a big H and a big I, and, Run and out then I'd have to like, yes, yep. like A-R-Y at the end of it, like yep. really tiny. It's funny yep. how, how, um, handwriting is, was such a big deal. At least it was yeah. to me when I was a kid. And I remember changing it intentionally several times, like, oh, maybe yeah. this is how I write. And I would do that for like six months and then be like, nah, I'm going to write my A's a different way now or whatever like why did I bother I did it's weird because my mom would get mad at how bad my handwriting was and she was like what you know handwriting was so important when I and my mother and father have beautiful handwriting um and it's weird because I do remember like they wouldn't let me move to pen in fourth grade because my handwriting was so bad that I had to like still write in pencil. And then she was like, okay, you can move up if I concentrate really hard, but that makes me write slower. So mm-hmm. if I'm concentrating anyway, but, um, but yeah, I, I do actually remember at some point deciding I'm going to change the way I write my sevens. Like it was like a, mm-hmm. I, and I, cause I crossed my sevens because yep. I just, I don't know why I just thought it looked cool. And actually it really does help me because now, now I know, you know what my seven looks like, but yeah, it's so, so funny. I really wanted to be a girl that could like write cute, like with a heart mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, and writing. Yes. Like yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I write kind of with like a hybrid between cursive and script now. Me too. Because it's faster. Um, yes. My dad, right. He, he, always has as long as I've been conscious of it he's written in all caps everything and I just don't get it it would take forever so was he a cop no (laughs) (laughs) he's an artist and the funny thing is is his signature is his name in lowercase cursive weird only time he ever writes in cursive (laughs) is when he signs his his drawings and paintings and stuff my third grade teacher told my parents that I was bad at math because my handwriting was bad what? I don't get God. it. How does that work? I either. I don't know. <laughs> but then, so like, weird. I they put it in my head that I was bad at math, so then I just yeah. gave up in third grade. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. Gosh, yeah, I wonder whatever. why girls tend to fall behind around right? Math class is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I bet no boy got the direction that their handwriting no, was no. bad, so that's why they're bad no. at math. No. Oh. God. Ridiculous. Anyway. All right. It's time for housekeeping. Um, please check out our merch at thisshowhaseverything.com. Click on the shop button. We have some awesome stuff. Um, rate and review us on your podcatcher. That always helps us a lot. Give us five stars and then talk shit. We don't care. We just want the stars. <laughs> yeah. um, and then take that Amazon link for these awesome pens and add it to your phone's home screen or your browser's bookmark bar and just use that as your Amazon link and it will help us a great deal. And we get also get content for the show because then we get to talk about the stuff you bought. <laughs> talk shit about. Mm-hmm. Yep some random pins yeah. we're like that pin sucks yeah. <laughs> why'd you buy that <laughs> okay get involved the website is this show has everything.com and we link to all of our stuff there um we still have throw your phone.com join the facebook group it's really fun um also it's guys it's my birthday month come on Ooh. 
like I think we've got T minus. What's the date today? The tenth. Tenth. Oh, we've got seventeen days. days. <laughs> uh, yeah, join the Facebook group. Wish me happy birthday. Just kidding. You know, uh, <laughs> sure. but you can. Yeah, <laughs> um, the show Twitter is at Tishi Show. Email us at Tishi at ten seven ten dot com. Send us a voice memo. I mean, it could just be a happy birthday voice memo. That's all. That's all I just need. Sing her a um, happy birthday song. <laughs> no big deal. Um, fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. And thanks for joining us, everything. Everyone. Not everything. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was everything. <laughs> Woo-woo. Yeah. Baby, don't make me spell it out for ya All of the feelings that I got for ya Can't be explained, but I can try for ya Yeah, baby, don't make me spell it out for ya You keep on asking me the same questions And second-guessing all my intentions Should know by the way I use my compression that you got the answers to my confessions It's like I'm powerful with a little bit of tender An emotional sexual bender Mess me up, yeah, but no one does it better There's nothing better That's just the way you make me feel That's just the way you make me feel That's just the way you make me feel Uh-huh so good, so good, so good, so real. Uh huh. That's just the way you make me feel. That's just the way you make me feel. That's just the way you make me feel. You know I love it, so please don't stop it. You got me right here in your jean pocket. Laying your body on a shag carpet. Oh, you know I love it, so please don't stop it.